Today's episode is dedicated in the loving memory of Mr. Jeffrey Scott, the the uh, key the keyboard player, the pianist for the Comedy Store. Jeffrey's been there for as long as uh, <clears throat> I've been there, and uh, it's just super sad, man. And the Comedy Store won't be the same. You know, the mayor of the Comedy Store has uh, passed the other side, and uh, today's episode is dedicated to him. And Jeff, I know you're in a better place, and I hope that uh, a breakfast the chicken snake got shows you nothing but love and uh, happiness. And uh, if you're sent back to do it again, I hope we can meet along the way and say hi and, and uh, love each other. Brother, you were great. Always kind to me. And, uh, I'm on mission, bud. This fucking thing sucks. So, you know, enjoy. Enjoy it, brother. You earned it. Enjoy the other side and say hi to Braxis Talk. And uh, we'll see you soon, brother. I love you very much. And now it's showtime. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown? Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tinfoil Hat. You know I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Joining me back a week off. He's back, my co-host, Xavier Guerrero. Nah, I haven't been back. I think you just got that second high for that one show. Yeah, dude, Ugh. you uh, you were gone for a while, so we had somebody sitting in for you. <laughs> and now you're back. back. Uh, I did I did uh, Dr. Green Thumb. We were at the uh, um, uh, Cypress Hill studio. Uh, and uh, thank you for getting me involved in that. And uh, that's where you record. Uh, we don't smoke to say. How'd you feel the vibe? Different, huh? It's fun. Oh, it's f- dude. I was. I had a great time on there. I could listen to those guys talk all day. Yep. I, I had a good like listen to artists talk hard because there was Stephen Carpenter was there. You got Bubble right next to you. Yeah, and uh, what's who? Who's the lead singer of Cypress Hill? What? Uh, be real. Be real. Duh. Be real was there, and that was cool as shit. Listen to you know me talking comedy and how following people and them talking about having to follow acts. Yeah. So that was cool. So please go check out Xavier Guerrero's uh, new co- uh, new podcast called We Don't Smoke the Same on the ones and twos. My Bobo, huh? <laughs> Johnny Woodard, how are you, Johnny? Uh huh. I am. Uh, well, we're living in an interesting time, so I, that's something good, I guess. Ah, uh, we what's those saying? We are cursed to be, yeah. we're cursed to live in interesting times. Yeah, well, it's uh, 
It's all happening, folks. It is all happening. Johnny, broken simulation. People want to know about it. We are recording Wednesday. Yeah, we're recording. Uh, we'll be we'll be banging out a couple of them. Okay, so don't you worry about that, kids. The good shit's coming. Very fun announcement. The first episode of Cash Daddy's just dropped. Myself, Howie Dewey. It's our financial advising podcast for OnlyFans or anybody <laughs> making money. Right. Right? If yep. you're making a little cash on the internet, what do you do with it? And you, you can find it? this on Broken Simulation, right? Yeah, I just put it on Broken Simulation because apparently I put it on YouTube and they bombarded it with ads. Yep. I mean, just do. bombarding it. And they're like, people are like bitching about it. I'm like, it's out of my hands. I don't tell them when to put it Is that ads on, on the Broken Simulation? Go, it's on BrokenSimulation.com. It's on Vimeo. But what YouTube is that on? Or is it going on? It's, it's on uh, Comedy of Sam Tripoli, okay. where you find Broken Simulation. Perfect. And the Union of the Unwanted blew up. Did you guys see that? Got top uh, 41 in news on Apple. And boom, wow. I'm huge in Denmark. I don't know if you know this, but uh, Union of the Unwanted That's got great. the number 19. Damn. So I probably can't walk around Denmark without getting mobbed. <laughs> All right. Hello, Denmark. Uh, so that's great. Guys, let me tell you. You want to talk about blowing up? The uh, Trumpzilla t-shirts that are limited Ooh. supply have been on fire. Almost half of them are gone. So if you want to go, go to tinfoilhattshirts.com. Grab that. If you want, uh, we have all the classics there. Then also, if you want to grab uh, some cups, mugs, hats, you name it, it's on there. Go to uh, tinfoilhatswag.com. Yes. Yes, the website should be done. Life has been kind of crazy the last couple weeks, so I haven't been able to sit down with the webmaster and get done, but that is, in fact, coming. Uh, those are great. I have some dates coming up, but it's not till March, so I'm not going to get into those. But good things are coming. Thank you for the support. Did I forget anything, guys? Rock thin. Oh, yes, the premium content. I'm putting up about seven episodes a week of premium content. I'm doing uh, patreon.com slash tinfoilhat. And with all the craziest going on, I'm doing daily doses of what's breaking in the world of conspiracies. I also have a great show with my good friend Brian Callen called patreon.com Brian Callen. Uh, Conspiracy uh, Social Club, a.k.a. Deep Waters. Go check that out. And then the Rockfin, I'm very excited about. I'll go to rockfin.com. I can't, like, this website is the future. Uh, You basically pay $10 for a ton of content. Go check it out. Whitney Webb, Jason Burmese, Jimmy Dore, Graham Elwood, and the list go. Lee Camp, everyone's been on the show, has a show on there, and it's all for $10. That's it. So go check it out. Uh, that is uh, that is rockfin.com slash zero. It is my spiritual podcast. I do two episodes of that a week. You know, tinfoil hats for the learn what's going on. Zero is to learn how to deal with it. And it's a great way to support the show because without you guys, we would just be talking and, to ourselves. Okay? And hit up that cameo. Hit up that cameo, Dude, I literally dude. love watching you do it for other people. I've been crushing that <laughs> shit. Johnny, why do you hate my cameo? <laughs> I love you, Cameo Sam. Dude, you should, man. You want truth? Three, four minutes of just truth bombs. Whatever you want me to talk about, I'll get into it, guys. Go check it out. Cameo. Cameo.com. What just happened there? It was you. Your little cameo. Okay. Cameo.com slash Sam Tripoli. Get it personalized for you. If you ladies want to call and get some phone sex, hit me up, too. All right. You guys are the best. Uh, I hope you guys are great. Anything else, Johnny? 
Anything else? No, we're rocking. All right, guys, enjoy. It's a fucking hour and a half power of our good friends, John Paul Rice, a.k.a. the the, the, uh, Care Bear of Conspiracies, breaking down what's going on behind the scenes with everything. Enjoy the show. Well, uh, so let's get into it, man. So we we had a UFO guy that was going to come on and... Uh, unfortunately, he, 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 his microphone, his computer didn't work, so we, we had to reschedule. But the blessings are that we have one of the, uh, one of the, f- the most popular guests on our show. Uh, he's known as the Care Bear of Conspiracies. He's no restriction entertainment. My good friend, and yours, we talk, uh, uh not daily, but, uh, multiple times a week. My good friend and yours, John Paul Rice. How are you, John? Hey, 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 Sam. Good to be back with you. Well, we're glad you're here. Uh, hell, hell, the gang's all together. Uh, John, you know, you and I, have, uh, you're, you're one of the few people I talk to that is part of the uh, truth movement. Um, we have uh, a, a lot of things, uh, move, a lot of moving parts going on right now. Um, so where are we, John? You know, since the election, since uh, January 6th, we saw that crazy day in Washington, D.C., and everything just seems like it's been cranked to a thousand. What is going on right now? I mean, this is kind of crazy because someone brought this up that, like, they remember being in Canada, watching the United States on 9-11, and they feel like we're, we have the same kind of energy right now. On what is going yeah. on? And that was a giant, I wouldn't say it's a coup, but it was a giant mo- movement to, to change the, the direction of where America was okay. going. I thought you meant as in field because it was a different field. People were united after the 9-11. Yeah. That's a united. great point, but in terms but, of the no, energy, yeah, great in, point. In, in terms of politics, in terms of the government changing shit up, of like it was chaos, like instantly, like, yeah. Nobody knows what's going on. Yeah, good point, Xavier. So what's right. going on, John? So, well, let's just talk about like just in the last week how we got here. Because I was in D.C. I just want oh, your audience shit. to know. I went there Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, the 5th, 6th, and 7th. Um, I... I was in, I was near the Capitol before all of this stuff started. And I found out that because I was going over there to do interviews on a side, side um, speech that started after the president had spoken. And here's the truth about the matter. And this has come out in an article that the timing of the events that went down prior to Trump's speech ending, it was a 36 minute walk from the ellipse to the Capitol building in dc with no impairment and when all of this stuff went off on the live feed they were starting to get into the fraud of arizona and that's when the event happened they shut everything down what occurred out there in in front of i mean i just look at it this way you had tens of thousands of people marching down to the capitol there were people mixed in with that group that nobody saw in those crowds that were inside that building which means that they had infiltrators go in like they did with BLM last year. Yeah. So you had like when those marches, I could point people to the the footage from CNN, the CNN building here in Atlanta. Uh, They were marching peacefully. And then they had these provocateurs in, in the crowd mixed in and they started going over and beating on the CNN building. And that created the energy and the attention to shift over to that. And more people stuck, stuck around because that was where the action was going. This is the same kind of psychological tactics that they use. This was a staged event 
Um, it was uses real people, a real thing. Trump, I think, was actually aware that this was going on because he kept repeating the same things over and over and over again to kind of hold the audience back while all of that crap went down because it was separate from the Trump supporters. Um, now, were there people from MAGA involved? Yes, there were, because as that energy got okay. going, other people drifted in. But let me just tell you this really quickly for the people that think this was Trump supporters. I mean, first of all, there was a half a million, a million people there. If it was a true insurrection, they could have overrun that building. And they would have done so with guns, knives, weapons, left and right. Um, the people that got up to those points, and this is, you can go and look at Jason Berman's own reporting on this. It showed that there were people handing batons and um, there was one bats and all this. Where did those things come from? Because nobody saw them prior. And the majority of people, the MAGA people that were there that I saw were pulling these people back. There was a sledgehammer that was handed up and that person grabbed it and gave it to the police. The police themselves backed off from the front line and were throwing tear gas into the, I mean, there were flashbangs and tear gas going off before most of the MAGA people had gotten up to the front. So they were trying to antagonize these people and agitate them. The interesting thing that the DC mayor, they threw this Metro police person under the bus, but it turns out that they were, they were asking for additional assistance for six days. And they make this about Trump turning it down because it's of course his, his insurrection, his violence that he, he didn't speak at all talked about peaceful it's just it, everything on the news was complete bullshit about the entire event um the majority of people even in the aftermath that stayed around were thanking the police i saw this this was on edge of wonder stream they were thanking the police because they did believe that there were people inside who had done certain things to to cause violence or or a stir obviously because everybody heard that it was on lockdown but when the police came out on the backside of the Capitol, people were patting them on the pads and everything else and thanking them for clearing out the violent, the violent people. In fact, when you see the open live feed cam, these people are walking through the chamber, being led by police, following, <laughs> walking along the ropes. So if this was some like stage coordinated terrorist attack, it was terribly conceived of because Nobody did anything other than what the police let them do. And so anyway, that whole thing that occurred was the pretext to be able to ban Trump from social media for Twitter to come out and say that future uh, inciting acts were being planned and coordinated on and off of Twitter. Of course, they've gone after Parler now. This is the provocation for them to do all of the censorship, the shutdown, the takedown of Flynn the takedown of Sidney Powell, Tracy Beans, X-22, SGT report, and on down the line. This was the second wave of the purges that were going on because most of these people, not Trump, Sidney Powell, and um, and Michael Flynn, but most of the people uh, that were reporting Honest News had either done uh, intel on the Spygate, Spygate, Pfizergate, Russiagate, Ukraine, all this stuff that you're watching has been a distraction for the last four years away from their crimes. So this is a cover for the deep state to play everyone's psychological game, which is they have disbanded and disrupted all of the social networks. So everyone is scattered about trying to figure out who's on what, what platforms 
Uh, people are breaking off into smaller groups. They're going to Telegram and Signal doing group check text, uh, text. People are putting it on mailing lists. It's never going to be the same ever again. Uh, so that side of it with Washington, real quick, DC John, is here. Now, yeah, real quick, the tinfoil yep. hat discord, which was one of the just, it was literally just comedy. Like I would go on there once in a while, see what they're laughing about. I can't believe this. They they deleted the Discord. And tell Mike, because what? Yeah. What did someone do? So one somebody. So you get the email from them. But Discord is supposed to be. I mean, that's where the hip kids. You know, they're like, hey, you got to check out Discord, dude. They're, they're, it's free reign. You well, can do whatever you yeah. want over there, man. But no, they've been they've been purging people off of there for a while. It's unbelievable, so man. dude. So depressing. It's telling, just really unbelievable. I'm trying to find. The I was Discord. telling where Sam, can you go? If yeah, Discord. I mean, geez. and I was telling Sam they even took out Trump's Snapchat. Yeah, like what the fuck, dude? It's like what they said here is I can't really find it. Hold on, let me see. Hey, 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 John, do you think I was telling Sam before the show? To me, if if it is uh, you know staged, as you say, to me the the one of the primary goals would be this excuse to call basically all of woke people from uh, social media. Is that, yeah. I mean, is that, is that, no, not the feeling? woke. I well, say the I mean, truthers. No, well, no, truthers, no. whatever you want. I'm red pill people, whatever. You know what I mean though? But the, the people right, that right. really no, no, pose this them is exactly. a, a danger. This is the thing. So here's, here's, here's what I, I kind of tell people is okay. Okay. Muriel Bowser, who is the DC mayor, this isn't her first rodeo for a protest, let alone a Trump one. So you have nine eleven to now the Capitol building, the site of targeted attacks from 9-11 has spent on excess tens of billions of dollars securing that building alone in D.C. since 9-11. Yeah. They have surveillance technology outside of that place that can identify people beyond what they what they think are just recognition cameras. So the idea that they're targeting all of these people and posting their faces and putting them on an FBI wanted thing is a bunch of bullshit because they should be able to find all those people with the surveillance technology. But more importantly is this, you have a schedule that's been permitted by the city for him to have a, a, a rally there. And then there's going to be a procession of the Capitol for which you know is going to coincide with the vote. There's going to be tens of thousands of people at minimum surrounding that building. Now, assuming that they're all going to peacefully protest, fine. But why would you not beef up security and make it so easy that I mean, literally, we're talking about if you want to believe it was all MAGA people, you're talking about maybe a couple dozen, maybe a few hundred. All right, guys, today, uh, support for Tinfall Hat with Sam Tripoli is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in below-the-waist grooming. Big news, guys. Manscaped just released their new cologne scented scent to help you feel good and smell good all over all the time. Who knew smelling this good could feel so good, too? Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below-waist grooming needs. Now, listen, uh, Xavier, how old are you? 28. 28. Johnny, you're in your 30s. You guys never know when a BJ's coming, right? You or don't. when someone's going to eat your butt or work your nuts, right? <laughs> like, that's an option for you guys. This guy, it's, I'm going, I want to sleep. But you guys are always, now, that doesn't mean I don't like the trim down there, too, or being smelling. Even if you like to sleep, I just, I'm going to go to bed. I throw a little bit. A fucking boom, boom, boom. For the ghost. Cologne gotta... on my nuts in case fairy the tooth fairy comes up and wants to get weird, right? 
Because you know I lost a tooth, Johnny. That might be from some other weird shit that I was into for a while. But let me tell you, dude. You never know. You got to go to bed with clean nuts, Johnny. I'm sure your fake girlfriend we never met before. Scooter accident, maybe. Yeah, scooter accident. There's some hot chick doing CPR. They pull your nuts out. You got the nativity scene shaved in there. And then it smells like America. You never know when they'll have to cut your clothes off in an ambulance. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Guys, shave your nuts. With shave your nuts with our good friends at Manscaped, and then throw a little fucking their secret sauce on you. Yeah, a little secret sauce cologne to make you feel better about yourself. Everyone knows Manscaped has the perfect 3.0 for all of your below the waist grooming needs, but they didn't stop there. Uh uh uh. Complete your grooming game with their new refined cologne signature sent by Manscaped. I love that, dude. That's gotta be the best coming up with a name for cologne. Because it's like, it's got to be sexy and cool, but manly, you know? Like, 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 like yeah, that, that's that got to be the most fun, yeah. What, just be like a fat dragon? <laughs> yeah, dude, that's the funny shit, dragon, because I was, I was like, we got to get dragon in there. Dragon cloned. Manscaped's got the best, everybody. It's a calming, inviting signature scent. Includes a light citrus. Dude, dude, how great would it be if you went, if your lady went down and she smelled fruit, huh? Light citrus burst was setting into the anchoring notes of, of, of whatever nice masculine finish, okay? Dude, we're talking good shit, dude. It, 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 and it's got a beautiful bottle. You put it right there. So when the lady comes home, she goes, oh, I'm not going down to a dumpster fire. He's got something smelling down there. So this is what's going to go on, okay? This is what you go. Trust me, guys. Work this out. You'll feel sexy. And your balls will thank you. Get 20% off plus free shipping with tinfoil, okay? Tinfoil at Manscape, right, guys? That's fucking easy dude, peasy, dude. You, you should see the commercial. No, for the, excuse for me. It. Get tin foil hat at Manscape. That's tin foil hat. Make it happen, dude. Okay, get twenty percent off and free shipping with the promo code tin foil hat at manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the promo code tin foil hat. Looking good, smelling good, feel good with Manscape. Fucking rock 2021. And you're referencing you're referencing this this letter she sent right right before the uh, right before the event, saying that we need no help whatever from any federal agency yeah. at all. Like, please, please, just yeah. leave us alone. Yeah, I, I mean, and, but she's and, been and, that's, and, that's, and, that's, that's the smoking gun, though. It's in print. I you're mean, it's written right there. Right. You're in, but you're anticipating that, like, you're anticipating. I mean, they get reports on, you know, straight state patrol uh, is looking at highway traffic. You know, the way they estimate how many drivers are going to be on the road for Thanksgiving, Christmas. You've heard all this stuff before. They knew that about up to two to three million people could potentially come into the city. Washington, D.C. had that information and she chose not to act on it. Why? Why would you make security the weakest if you believe Donald Trump? A man you believe incites violence all the time with his speech wouldn't do the same thing. And of course, then they blame him on it, but it's complete fake news. So it's like, who's running Washington, D.C.'s city when you've had a history of protests and you believe the worst about these people and you would allow the police to go all the way up to the third level? Mm -hmm. Because that's what happened. They, quote, retreated all the way up to the third level. And then we're ushering these people in and letting them come through the barricades after the fact. 
It they just opened the door. The cops opened the door and was like, "Come on, well, like a well, shepherd." Some the, did, the logic, the logic be- behind that is like, at that point, they're just they couldn't hold them back. So instead of well, getting hurt and getting trampled, you just let it open it up. That's the logic. So, that's that just the logic. Make any right. sense. It's just the logic. It's, it's so clear who was on the payroll though, because actually, while those people were being waved through, there these other guys like fighting tooth and nail to try to keep them. It's clear who was on the payroll. Oh, yeah, who was in the there's know. different shit going on because some of those cops weren't like some of those cops you know we're just sandbagged by their superiors but you know yeah this is this is one to look up and and this is probably why they're not focusing on her death that lady that died right that lady supposedly died yeah now i'm not saying she's still alive i don't i I don't like to go into those things because i can't verify it but one thing that i can verify is somebody needs to find the video because it was deleted from a twitter account who posted it and raised valid points there's an angle of her shooting where there's a person, let's say, um, so it's kind of hard, to, but let's say I'm shooting it from the side and she's up here on trying to get in through the door. On the other side, this person had swung the camera around and the person holding the gun doesn't warn her, doesn't tell her to get down. Yeah, he doesn't doesn't no. say she doesn't even have she doesn't even have a weapon on her. He fired that gun. Down the hall, there was another security officer on the other side of that door. Remember, all these people are supposedly trying to get in through the door, break it down, get through. You've got a security guy there aiming a weapon, shooting her, and there's a guy down the hall. Now, why is this important? The camera, she gets hit and she falls, and she gets adjusted a little bit when after she's fallen. I, I'm going to take that as whatever. The person was just trying to position her to get her uh, comfortable so he could assist her, right? But here's the crazy part. The camera swings around and behind her and that other man that's behind her helping her are two guys, full tactical gear, one of whom comes up to the side where she uh, is laying and looks straight down the hallway, has his gun. Now, think of it. This is a guy with a gun. Has his gun lifted, pointed straight down the hallway, and with his other hand, he gives a thumbs up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I saw that. People video. should go and find that because that's not right. There's something wrong with that. Now, what I'm going to tell you is this. Everything that we're arguing about and talking about in two weeks from now isn't going to fucking matter <laughs> because where we are right now is this. Here we go. Here we okay. go. Johnny's starting to grab his wallet. Let's see what happens oh, here. Money, money. <laughs> oh, money, I, money I'm actually, money. After, after two weeks from now, I'm buying a second wallet just to keep all the money. You're, you're going to want to get a digital wallet, right? Uh, so Johnny, are you accepting Bitcoin thing. on this for this? I, absolutely, I am. <laughs> all right. Okay. So here's where we're at. If you take everything as you're seeing it right now, it is bleak and it is hopeless for two reasons. Number one, every single person who does not denounce Donald Trump, this is where it's all going, by the way, publicly, is going to be labeled, was going to be censored, and is going to be, uh, there's going to be disciplinary action, however they can get you to do that now city of pittsburgh the other day just put it out and several other companies are following suit including other city councils across this country that are controlled by democrats have said anybody who is at that rally that works for us will face disciplinary action they are going to censor every single one of you censorship does not end 
in a deletion of an online account, it ends in a termination of a human life, as all throughout history goes. That means that they will kill people as necessary who do not comply. This, if you should have learned anything this last year with COVID-19, regardless of whether you believe it's real or not real, what did they ask for in order to enact the policy? Submission, coercion, force. They are going to make it, Biden has promised that he will put in force these laws, these mask mandates nationally from the federal government. And they are right now preparing anti-terrorism, domestic terrorism mm-hmm. laws to go yep. after anybody they want here. So I'm, I'm just giving you this. This is where these people are. This is not a joke. This is probably the most dangerous time in our history of our country. It is and should not be underestimated or diminished or or. Um, this is you know, way bigger than the NSA. Like that sounds no, this like is this, like, is, this is this sounds like cupcake Trump, shit. Guys. This is like Patriot this is, Act on yeah. steroids. Folks need to understand that the people in Washington D.C. and the media, which is Hollywood as well, but the people in Washington D.C. have utter, complete contempt for the American patriot. They wanted to use this time, as you are seeing right now unfold in front of you. And they said this back when he was elected, people in D.C. They said, now we're going to really stick it to the white American for once. They could not wait to do this because what they want to do with Donald Trump is use him and make an example out of him and the patriot movement in this country to put it down once and for all. That's where we're at. The patriot movement has all of the labeling from the MSN of white supremacy, white nationalism, KKK, homophobia, bigotry, whatever you want to say, whatever you, whatever negative connotation you have that is going to be labeled on the Patriots. So here's where we're at. 75 million of you have been put on notice. All of you who have posted on social media, anything against the orthodoxy have already been profiled and targeted. You are on a list. You are. I'm on a list. Sam's on a list. If they're censoring you, if they're censoring your account, they know who you are and they have profiles on everything that you've done and all the posts that you've ever created. If you can archive and download your own information off of off of uh, Facebook, off of Twitter. Guess what? They can, too, and have. Hey, John, how about just a retweet? Just a retweet or a like. You're still labeled. There's still in the fucking depending. I mean, if they're yeah, what, to, what are you getting? You're, you're like, I, I, I want to know. Dude, that <laughs> moment right there was like when Chris D'Elia found out they keep the they keep the stuff on Snapchat. You're like, hey, what about uh, retweets? Oh, Will I get fuck. in trouble? For? Oh, so, so here's the thing: why this is so important? Because I, I mean, here's here's what I'm going to say in in the face of what I've just told you. The tyranny that is rare, that is about to rain down on upon us, we are moments away from it. This is the Communist Chinese Party. This is the deep state. This is all one globalist gang who has created for us a bioweapon in order to get us to this point, to, to bring us to terror and submission. And I, for the people at home, 
who are listening to this, I just want to say about COVID-19, you've had nine months of this operation going down. And, and I'm going to say, believe everything that you accept is real. Vaccinations, some vaccinations being good, some, whatever, your, whatever your angle is on this, here are the net results of the lockdown. You have a higher rate of suicide, drug overdoses, depression, child abuse, domestic violence, starvation, homelessness, anxiety, depression, stress, addictions. I mean, it's off the charts. In San Francisco alone, they've had drug overdoses four times the rate of deaths of COVID-19. Unbelievable. So your, your people playing doctors on TV have prescribed to you masks, social distancing, isolation, economic shutdowns, lockdowns, draconian measures where Costco, Walmart, Starbucks can stay open. Yep. But mom and yep. pop shops can have to be shut down. They, they cannot exist. So this whole thing, this whole thing has been a submission psyop operation. Even if you take all of the merits of the health risks of a virus, by the way, we've done all of this. Just understand we've done every single thing with these results for a virus that people survive 99% of the time from. Yep. This is how insane we're at. And this is where the cognitive dissonance, what they have done guys is they have created a weaponization of information. I'm talking in the overall general sense to create the cognitive dissonance for which if you say the name Trump, if you say the name, anything, any buzzword that these people have labeled, you're not going to reach anybody at this point because emotionally it doesn't, that factual information that you're giving to them does not emotionally agree with their terror and fear. Everybody's vibration this year energetically was lowered because of COVID-19 this past year. Everybody you you're you're separating you're distancing you're not showing your expression you're you're becoming anti-human that's that's the whole point of this this episode is sponsored by blue chew let's talk about something we could all use more right now sex great sex getting weird this guy's banging that dude's making love johnny you don't bang you make love right Johnny, can you make love with an angry Blue Chew boner? Dude, a rock-hard, ferocious boner. It still go slow. Like Blue, Blue Chew is uh, a multi-dimensional uh, opportunity. Oh, like, so are you, you saying it's, it helps you shape-shift? No, you can you can do whatever you want with the Blue Chew. Oh, direction. you can go a little yeah. or you can go hard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goddamn. Johnny Johnny is running for uh, re-election. He wants to be mayor of Pound Town. He can do it now, <laughs> my friend, with Blue Chew. Blue Chew brings you... The first chewable with the same active ingredients as FDA approved as Viagra and Cialis, dude. That, who, you don't need those old man shit. Those are for old dudes. Older than all of us, even though I'm the old one. Older than all of us. We're talking old, old dudes. Blue Chew. Like Joe, B- Joe Biden sitting around like, oh, yeah. I want one of those old pills. Give yeah, me some Viagra. No, you get nothing. 
You get none of this blue chew. This is for the for the fucking youth who are old enough to you eat it, okay? 18 and over. If you're old enough to go to war, you're old enough to go to Pound Town, right? Blue chew, Pound Town. And as the mayor. Of- I'll talk to my girlfriend sometimes, and I'll be like, I do this elaborate thing where I'll be like, hey, uh, I was thinking about this vacation. I've been looking in this place up the coast. Uh, yeah. And she'll be like, oh, really? What? And I'll be like, yeah, yeah, we're going to Pound Town. <laughs> and she, she hates it. I do it. Oh, Johnny, she doesn't hate it. My she dad hates a- it until she realizes what's coming. Oh, yeah. My dad asked me for a couple, and he's slick with it. He puts it in his Advil pill. He doesn't even tell his girl he'll buy, she'll buy oh, the downtown. Shit, he's dude. just like, my head hurts. All of a sudden, he's ready to go. <laughs> he's like, hey, hey, baby. Hey, Punta, we have a fucking problem here. Okay? I'm Los Mayor. I'm fucking I'm Los Mayor. <laughs> Punta Los Mayor. That is just the worst fucking Spanish I've ever yeah. had. Okay, guys. Blue Chew is made in America, okay? You want to be mayor of the fucking burial? Go get some of this, baby. Okay? Uh, Blue Chew is made in the U.S. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than the pharmacy, and they prepare and ship it right to you, discreet package, not this guy. I want everybody to know. I asked the fucking the, the fucking UPS guy to knock on everybody's door and let them know what's happening down the street, okay? No awkwardness. You don't need to leave your house, okay? So this is what's going on. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the promo code Tin foil, okay? That's tin foil, all right? Use the promo code tin foil and just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B L U E chew.com. C H E W. I don't know why people think you you can't spell blue, but you can spell chew. I think if I had to guess, more people can do blue than chew, right? Am I right? And use the promo code tin foil. And try it free, dude. Blue Chew is a better, cheaper I think it's choice. It's, uh, if you're not spelling it like B-L-E-W, like blew up or something like that. Yeah, well, you know what, dude? If you have Blue Chew, you're probably blood's in your dick and you can't even think about spelling, to be honest with you, because <laughs> you got such a fucking hammer of the God. Okay, just go to Blue Chew and use the promo code TINFOIL and maybe you can be mayor of Pound Town. So here's, here's what I'm going to tell you. Okay, and you can take it for what you want, but I'm going to tell you what I know. Number one, it was too easy for the deep state to win on January 6th. Too easy. Too easy the way everything went down. And if you look at all the previous playbooks from Russia Spygate to Russia collusion with Mueller to the impeachment hoax to COVID-19, the BLM, the, the Antifa, all of it this last year... All of this has been a cover away from the real news that's going on. So these people who are psychopaths and sociopaths who do horrific crap to children. That is a verified fact. We have gone from Me Too to Weinstein to Epstein to Maxwell with Hollywood doing what? They give you cuties. And they call all of you who have valid concerns about pedophilia or a pedophile ring in, in in D.C., for which Epstein and all of these politicians are involved with, they call you a right-wing conspiracy theorist in the face of all those facts. And Hollywood supports Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris was attorney general when the Hollywood Child Protection Act went into effect where people at the lowest levels dealing with children, we're not even talking about the A-listers and the directors 
and the and the actors. We're talking about photographers and managers and publicists working around children. All they had to do was go do a background check, otherwise get fined $10,000 for not submitting a background check to find out if you're a registered sex offender. The reason being is that they had people who were registered sex offenders who had engaged in molestation of children, changed their names after getting out of jail and going back in and working in the industry, and nobody knew that they had molested children. That law was put into effect in 2012, when Kamala Harris was attorney general until 2017, you know how many convictions were done under that? You know how many fines were issued? Zero. These are who these people are, folks. This is what you're dealing with. When you have a, a, a presidential debate where Samantha Guthrie asked Donald Trump in a debate question that there that do you believe there is a satanic group of pedophiles in D.C.? And, and he responds, well, they're against pedophilia, and I'm for that. That's not because it's a conspiracy theory. Samantha Guthrie did an interview, did a news thing on NBC Today in 2013 with Chuck Todd. It's still out there. You have to find it. But it was on the State Department, Hillary Clinton, and a cover-up of the crime where the ambassador ditched his security detail and was with minors, not young women, minors, on a trip that he was with Hillary Clinton on. She was there. She saw that. Amy Robach knew about Epstein in 2016 at the Mouse House. ABC News, Disney, ESPN, and every other entity that they have. And... She knew that they killed the story. Why? Not because of something good, but because they wanted access to the royal family. These are who these people are. So they are murderous. And let me say why they're murderous. Because they're psychopaths. When psychopaths torture children, they do so because it's pleasurable to them. They enjoy destroying the most innocent type of being that is possible. That's why they do it to children. Because it's a thrill for them to destroy innocence in a child. The same innocence that was destroyed in them. That's not an excuse for them, but that's why they do it. It is a replay of their own childhood. They have really fucked up shit in their head. It's wired. So we are against a murderous group of people that's sitting out there with no intention of walking any of of this rhetoric back. AOC, Nancy Pelosi, All of them, they're going to continue this crap and they're going to stroke it. What they're also going to do is they're going to try to create a threat of nuclear war. That's why they put that tweet or that statement out there about Trump with the nuclear codes. And then you you see North Korea talking about how it's it's increasing its armament and it's going to it's going to get ready to launch or, or shoot missiles. They're crying. They're trying to create the fear and the panic in the American public that Donald Trump is a national security threat when the exact opposite is true. Donald Trump is not a national security threat. (laughs) Donald Trump should be a lame duck president right now, like every other president is in a transition. So so the the reason why they want to get him out, the reason why they want to evoke the 25th Amendment is that Pence will assume the presidency. Kamala Harris and Joe Biden will be inaugurated, possibly Biden replaced, and it will be the unity party, the uni party, uh, unification party will be Kamala Harris and Mike Pence. 
And if you get it'll imp- bring right and left if, together. If you get impeached, and can Mike you run Pence, against? And Mike Pence will be celebrated as a hero to the country but for you, having stopped Trump. I, 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 it's very I, interesting. What I what? just want to know: if you get impeached, can you run again? No, if you get impeached twice, you can't. Oh, okay, so you had to get impeached. So twice. I already got impeached once, right? Right. So there is. So they're going to do the second impeachment. That's a smokescreen cover. It, it may. It, it, they don't even have the time to finish it unless they rush it just to, for the news cycle. But here's what's going on. Everything that we've been through for the last four and a half years is all for naught. It's, it's, I mean, if you believe that this is over with, that there's no hope, and I've just outlined to you, I'm just laying out to you what is observable today, what they're saying and what they're doing and what they're planning. And, I can follow it even farther and it just gets uglier and uglier and uglier as, as the year rolls on. I mean, I, I'm just going to tell you it straight up. If Joe Biden gets sworn in as president and he's not stopped and Kamala Harris and this, it's not really them. It's the, the cabal behind them that is not stopped. Yours truly here is going to go dark because they know who I am. And I've said plenty and I, I know they'll come for me. They showed up at my apartment during BLM in L.A. They showed up at night. There were five of them that showed up outside of my apartment. And while the riots were going on and my neighbor called downstairs, uh, called us and said, you know, there's some people out here looking around the apartment and everything. She called the cops. They came and picked them up right away and took them out, took them away. But they but all over the city, they, they chose my apartment. So I, I'm just I'm just telling people this is not something to be, you know, laughing off or screwing around with. You have to take this seriously because this is the thing. I, I just want people to forget what you think about Trump for a second. Forget what you think about all your decidedness about what's going on here. Let's just look at this from 2012 till now. Donald Trump has been on Twitter taking shots at the establishment, talking about perverts talking about uh, specific people who are worse than Anthony Weiner. They were, he was talking about the Obama birth certificate, right? Birtherism, the racist. What he has done is he has taken shots at the establishment since 2012, when he knew he was going to run to create an alternative reality that would awaken people. And then we run into the 2015-2016 election cycle, and it's WikiLeaks, and then it's Podesta emails. And then Q shows up in the fall of 2017. What I'm seeing is a trajectory of intel and disclosure, and it's actually asking you to dig and decipher. Dig and decipher. Every step of the way, we have been in a alternative reality timeline that has been created online and it has moved us into yes. an awakening. Yes. Okay. A global, a global, a global awakening, a global, not just here in the United States, a global hundreds of millions of people marching for this president, marching against pedophilia. You see now, why is that important? Doesn't matter what you think of any of these things. This is the effect. 
This is the effect that Q had. This is the effect that WikiLeaks had. This is the effect that Podesta emails. This is the effect that Trump had. Trump has had that effect for four and a half years on Twitter alone, in statements he's made, fake news, all of it. So what you have done, what he has done as a whole, as an effect of this time, not what is true, what isn't true, is it real, is it not real? The effect of it is an awakening of consciousness that there are people in government. Epstein is no longer a conspiracy theory. Maxwell is no longer a conspiracy theory. Weinstein in Hollywood is no longer a conspiracy theory. But where we're at right now is you'd have to believe that if Donald Trump has no intention of doing anything and can't do anything, no intention and cannot, then he was one of the most foolish people to ever run because he has created an upheaval in this country politically, shaken up the establishment, exposed them for the ineffected and corrupt and disgusting people that these people are just by him being there all to awaken all of these people what would be the final analysis if he were go you know what i tried i can't do it i'm sorry best of luck to all of you he would be doing all of this for himself which you have to believe he would for himself because he's working with the globalists, because he's just now outed over 80 million patriots alone in this country to hold them down while the Communist Chinese Party comes in to finish us off. John, I want to ask something, dude. Here we are. So I want to get in because everything you're saying is is to a point what I believe. There are a lot of people that can't come to grips with that a politician may or may not change. Now, is there everything Donald Trump has done uh, for good, for light? I, I don't think so because I, do, I just don't think you can operate like that. You can't – you just can't operate like that. Now, I could list forever mm-hmm. like I always do what I don't like that Trump did. One of – and I'll just list one. is like giving Azerbaijan $100 million in which they in turn went and bought uh, weapons from uh, Israel to use against uh, uh, um, Armenia. Why do I have to say that? Because I have to get that disclaimer to the to the uh, left because if you don't do that, then they think that you're just some Nazi sympathizer, which is the most right. ridiculous shit, right? So uh, – but – we have to take a look at what is going on right here. And what I really want to hear, because I agree with everything you're saying right now, what I want you to go into is what some people who may or may not be on the show might not understand is that, is there shit at work behind the scenes? Now I want to Mm -hmm. say something before you go into this, what you Mm -hmm. have to understand, and this could be applied to Q or anything else. Okay. As people push stuff to light, just know there are equal amount of people, if not more, trying to push it back into the darkness. Okay. Just because, and just because someone is trying to do something right does not believe that the powers that be will allow it to happen. Okay. There are Mm -hmm. people trying to push stuff into the light because it doesn't result in, um, uh, uh, arrest or, uh, uh, or or change of everything does not mean it's not happening. You know, 
Just right. because we know something doesn't mean that will be the final results. To give you an understanding of what I'm talking about, the first season of of uh, Last Comic Standing, universally, everyone agreed that Ralphie May was the best comic on that show. The winner was Dat Fan. Now, that's nothing against Dat Fan. He went on there trying to win, and through the system, he won it. Good for him. I know Dat Fan. He's a friend. Good for him. But everybody knows the truth was that Ralphie May was the best comic on that show. The end result wasn't what the truth was. So what I'm saying is what tr- what is right and what is truthful may not result in what happens because there's a bunch of suits, entities out there, deciding to manipulate the results. So when, when people are out here going, this is happening, this is happening, this is happening, and you don't see the results which you want, which is mass arrest, does that mean that there isn't a truth that is different than the results? Do you understand what I'm saying? No, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Everyone keeps saying that they don't arrest the big people, the big names, but it's still happening. It's still doesn't going mean down. it's not happening. Yeah. So when I say what we're about to hear right. John say, just because if, if let's say on January 20th, which is some people believe that Biden swearing does not believe what jo- does not mean what John is talking about. It didn't happen or isn't happening behind right. the scenes. Right. Right. Well, that's a really important point. And, and really, let me just be clear. If nothing is happening, I just want to take that premise for a second. If nothing is happening behind the scenes, and there's nothing that Trump can do or that they fail in whatever they're doing. The level of betrayal that will be felt across this world will be astronomical on a level you've never seen before. We're what's, talking what's going to be Obama, the sign of that, though? Than, what's going to huh? what's what what can what indicators can we look for that it has failed? Is just Biden being sworn in as president and this going on mm-hmm. as that administration? Is that no. enough of an indicator? What do we need to look for? No, um, I think what here's here's a couple of people um, that I, I would recommend. There's General General McEnery, who was recently on um, Ann Vandersteel in D.C. When I was there, she did an interview with him. He's also recently done an interview with Sarah Westall. Just came on today at noon. Um, he is talking about the president evoking the Insurrection Act that he has to do it. And here's the thing that he said, among anything else, Donald Trump cannot concede the election at any point for the reason that if he does, he is committing treason by certifying a fraudulent election against because foreign governments were involved. So in other words, he would be complicit in the election fraud and would be guilty of treason. That's 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 by law. So he can't concede. So where we're at is this. If, if nothing happens and Biden is inaugurated and, and Trump is removed from power and you will know, you will know that he is removed from power, then the, insur- the global insurrection that would occur, you're talking about people forming militias. You're talking about, you think things are broken up online. You're, you're talking about people in getting, getting together and creating their own communities, not in a good way, a community of protection and survival. Um, because there, there will be nobody to trust. There's no, 
Right now, there is nobody who can come off that bench and fix this. No one will trust anybody. Right now, nobody on the right or, or anybody of any worth was is trusting Pence at all. I mean, even if he's, quote, part of a plan. I don't, I don't, I don't entertain those ideas. I just go with what I can see and what I know, unless I know something else that is confirmed. But here's what, what I do know. The level of military... Um, the level of military activity in this country over the last month and a half has been at an all-time high with, air, with planes, with troops, and movements. And there's been a good guy, I think it was Monkey Works, who runs a channel. I don't know how much longer they'll have him on there, but he's go, he goes on radar and he knows all the call signs of these planes. And he's saying, yeah, this is this plane, this is that, and we've got 12 of these flying in here, and that's totally not normal. I mean, he doesn't know everything, but he's at least able to give you kind of like a little bit of uh, like what's the air traffic looking like out there today and what's going on. But here's what I will tell you that I do notice is all of the videos that Trump has done recently were all deep fakes. They were not. They were. They were not. They were not. um, They were not normal. Like if you go back and look at some of his his, uh, earlier broadcasts, I'm not talking earlier this year, but. At, before coronavirus and look at the backgrounds the backgrounds are always faded they're kind of fuzzy and they match they're not sharp and crisp and in video everything is usually in focus or sharp and crisp unless you're using a deep focus lens that's not a deep focus lens that background is simulated and i can give you one one key clarifying point to this it's not necessarily indicates that trump himself is using it but this technology is absolutely there um go look at uh, Obama and Oprah's first opening five minutes to their interview that was done and see the technology I'm talking about where literally Obama pops in and out of a seat the background pops in and out from green screen to regular um, the two of them are literally sitting across from each other cross talking to each other looking like they're sitting in a living room with a fireplace and they're thousands of miles apart from each other so this is all possible What I believe and what I've been told is that Donald Trump is in a bunker with his family and the closest people. It could be in Texas. It could be in Cheyenne. There's all sorts of rumors flying around, but he definitely is protected. The military has, uh, with Flynn, has put out a call to many service members. This was one that was confirmed by a Marine the other day that said people need to get ready and prepare that you don't need to worry but that this thing could take up to two to three months to, if they, if they don't, if they're not able to pull it off in the next several days, this battle will continue beyond the 20th and it can have consequences. There could be power outages. There could be shortages of things. I'm not trying to dispel like a doomsday scenario, but you already, you already know that everything that they've done in California this past year is an incubator. It's a beta test because it's a psychological operation of fear. And what most people don't realize is that if they keep you in a lower vibration of fear, they can, they can, they can say and do anything with a trusted face in front of you to make you believe what is happening in, in, in the face of what you're seeing. So here's the thing that's going to happen that McHenry said, absolutely he will and have to do is he's going to have to if he does the insurrection act which he's saying he has to do then depending on the level and degree in which he uses it 
he can go in and take over the media. But more than likely, he will bypass the media and use the emergency broadcast system that they set up three and a half years ago and let everybody know what's going on because the media is not going to report on it. And the media is going, literally, you and I know this, we've seen two realities rising this past year, past four years, really, but pronounced in the last year. And the media is never themselves going to admit any of their faults. So how and why and where in the timing of all this, I mean, there's people like Simon Parks out there, Robert David Steele's out there. Uh, there's a couple other people. I don't, I don't take everything they say as 100% face value until I can see public events that have occurred, like the Vatican's lights going down. Okay, for John, 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 hours. John. Yeah. Here's John. just, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I want to get into what do you think yeah. is going on behind closed doors? Because uh, I think it's very important because everything you're saying right now is going to depend on people's understanding of what you think mm-hmm. is going on behind the scenes. Now, just so you know about John, John was uh, um, suggested by a friend of ours, Robin. She's a friend of the show, good friend yeah. of mine. We've talked a lot. Um, he came on, and one thing that John had done, besides doing his amazing movie on uh, the, the problem with child sex trafficking in this country, he'd also had done his own research into the 2016 or 2015 mm-hmm. Democratic primary. So yeah. John is an analytics guy who, and he analyzes data. Okay. So yeah. John, yeah. if you could, if, and I, I, I and I'm going to jump in when I, I think I want, I, yeah. I hear something I think is important for, or I want you to kind of discuss something I think is important for they understand it. Can you start with, what is going on with the votes? Now, here's where Johnny and I agree on that the, the, the that something went on. They had to totally rig it. Johnny's been saying this for a while. I've been saying this for a while. Xavier's been saying this for a while. So I want you to go mm-hmm. into the data that you understand and then kind of right. go in what has been going on behind the scenes because we've had a lot of stuff come out with the Dominion stuff. And now with the, with the Vatican, that I think people need to understand. So uh, real quick, uh, not real quick, but, you know, can you explain kind of what you understand about data, get into the uh, this election and what's been going on behind the scenes that uh, people yeah. may not know that to your best understanding? Yeah, I'll give you what I what I what I think and, and what I know. Um, so I'll give you the facts and then I'll give you the speculation on some of those things based on a couple of things that I know. First of all, uh, for those what you just mentioned about um, the 2016 primary, I did data analysis on seven key states from New York all the way to California. Um and I saw what they did to Sanders. Bernie Sanders, I'll just be really quick. Bernie Sanders won the 2016 primary with at least 70% of the vote in almost every single state, at least. Hillary Clinton, largest crowd was in 2015 when she launched on Roosevelt Island. It was about 5,500 as reported from the press. Bernie Sanders, as you know, I mean, minimum crowds for him were 10,000 and up to 60,000. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, that's neither here nor there. What, what I did though, was I actually found something that no one had ever found before. And that was hammer and scorecard being used to delete millions of votes from the bat, from the, from the tabulation. So 
So in order to rig an election, here's the main thing you have to do. You have to have predictable turnout. You have to know what you need to set your algorithm to because you have to know how many people are going to be voting and how many votes you're going to be actually counting. And it has to work within the algorithm of the fractionalized votes. So there's three phases to the operation. There's the pregame, which is months and weeks in advance. They have to get they have to figure out uh, how many registrations are they going to nullify or change so that they give you a provisional, which is something that gets set aside and never gets counted unless they can use it for their um, their other candidate, the one that they want. Um, there's all the poll training, you know, the poll worker training that they do to give them disinformation, which is which is proce- treated as procedure and protocol. Yeah. So everybody follows it. This is how conspiracy works, folks. It's not like everybody gathers in a room together. Everybody's trying to do their job. Everybody that I met in 2016 who was working as a poll worker who was working at Norwalk, California, where they were counting the, the election people themselves. Wow, we're getting too close. All of this stuff. So what happens is they do all this pregame stuff to make sure that the, the it's going to be suppressed in any which way as much as possible. They've got their social media avenue. They've got the news media avenue. They're creating all the narratives, the storylines, so that when they get through to the exit polls and the fake rigged results, everything is pretty much within a range, a margin of error, not just in results-wise, but in predictability of all the things that they've told you, then you'll see them. Oh, the black vote. Oh, right. Hillary Clinton, black voters, urban areas, all that bullshit that they give you. Okay. They do the other thing, which is on the, the algorithm, which is on the machine at night. So you have the ballots that are being fed into a machine, but it's not counting. The machine may count the ballots, but there's also another piece of software which Dominion will put in there, their workers will put in there, or whoever is in charge of putting those chip updates in, they can go in and update the chip. Now, here's the thing that happened, though, that was vastly different. This time around, it was an international operation. It's been proven now that China, Iran, Italy, and other players out there were hacking our elections on that night. And as, and as far as it, Italy goes, it still remains to be seen because we haven't seen the person yet who made the claim. But we've had the lawyer come out on behalf of the client, and he has given absolute testimony to say, I was there, I witnessed it. They were using Leonardo uh, satellites that the Vatican was involved with. Oh, my um, God. And they were manipulating votes, and they were off. off they, were, they were doing like uh, they were doing something with the votes there, and then they were sending them over to Frankfurt, Germany, in the ser- servers. All of that story, most of it has been corroborated and is plausible. Ann Vandersteel actually pulled the server logs of some of these um, some of these tabulators, and they found the IP addresses going off to China. They have remote capability via Wi-Fi, internet, or whatever you want to call it, but they are able to get into those machines and change the votes as they need to. The other side of this operation was at the end, and that was the ballots. The mail-in ballots gave them the pretext to have tons and tons of ballots. Because remember, you send out 80 million ballots for mail-in, even if you get multiple ones to different people, you're only going to get a certain number back. So you have to factor in how many, you know, minimum, low, medium, and high, what we're going to get back, plus... They're going to have padding, which was those those trucks of ballots that were shipped interstate overnight. 
given the go that they needed them, that they weren't going to have enough in the algorithm. They were Trump overcame the fraud. Trump overcame the fraud and, and he did it in 2016 and he did it again. And I'll tell you what happened. You have to believe that Joe Biden, a man who in 10 debates prior to any vote being cast for the first state in Iowa, the first caucus, 10 debates, the media never once said he won any of them. And they said that he was trailing. In yeah, third he was and fourth number place. seven in, at one point. Number seven. Right. Number seven. He, in the first two of the first three contests, he finished in two out of three, he finished in fourth and fifth place. We talked about this on your show that one time where James Clyburn came out and you know, endorsed him in South Carolina, and all of a sudden the media just took off with him, and then he swept, almost nearly swept Super Tuesday and went on to win the Democrat nomination, despite the fact that he only had less than a million dollars in his campaign's bank account, and he'd only spent about a quarter to a half a million dollars in a couple of markets on Super Tuesday. Joe Biden, this is going to come out later if we make it. <laughs> Joe Biden was wanted by the CCP to run. The DNC didn't want him to. They forced his hand and made him run. They made him. They made the DNC take him. But here's the more important thing, folks. You also have to believe that Kamala Harris, his vice presidential candidate, was a woman who did not even make it onto the ballot in Iowa. She dropped out two months prior to the first vote even being cast after Tulsi Gabbard eviscerated her in the second debate. She pulled at less than 4%. Here's my point, folks. That duo, they want you to believe, that duo garnered 13 million more votes than Obama in 2008. John. They told, they told you, the mainstream media told you for years, and especially this last year, that Trump's base, you can go on Google, look this up. Trump was losing support among his base. Trump's losing support among urban, white, suburban women, or this, that, and the other, everything. He gets 11 million more votes than 2016. So, so, so if that's a protest vote for Biden, for Biden and Kamala, because so many people hate Trump, 11 million more people hated Biden than they did Hillary Clinton in 2016. John, let's also talk about the fact that this uh, that nowhere in time in the last four years, nowhere did the anti-Trump uh, movement lead to better ratings, better profits, better stockholding. Nothing. It didn't play out anywhere, anywhere. Actually, right. when you went right. anti-Trump, it cost you everything. OK, because there was a large section of the country that even for not let's not even talk about when he got elected. Let's just say what people saw over time and all of these cities and states that were burnt by these social justice warrior moves. You don't think they flipped to Trump when their friends, their own business, their friends, businesses, their family businesses were being destroyed. OK. Are you telling me that? So William Benny, who, who real quick, William Benny, who's, who worked for the NSA, created, uh, uh, technologies and programs for them, said that basically around 220 people were, um, uh, registered voters, right? And that, uh, 60% of the vote 
people voted that were registered voters. If we understand that Trump by nobody argues 74 million people, it could be up to over 80. But the number that nobody on both sides argues is 74 million votes. If if the numbers are correct, there's not enough registered voters for for uh, uh, Biden to get 80 million. It's statistically impossible. It's statistically impossible that I think it was if you added it all up and you still gave Trump his number, I think Biden would only still have like, what, 59 or 53? I can't remember what the number is. But he 54 million or something would be left for him. So that's another thing. I mean, it just, it goes, there is so much, everybody is now, I mean, I don't want to say this, to the Trump people, but everybody now, it's all in your mind and what you feel. I mean, it really is. At this point, your guess is as good as the next. There is factual data out there. I tell people all the time who want to argue with me about, you know, well, you know, this, that, the other. It's like, you have access to the same internet as I do. And yet somehow I'm able to find this information that proves this narrative going out there that there's been no proof shown. When we've had hearings in four states that have been broadcast live with testimony and affidavits, I'm just going to tell everybody right now, I worked with, I took my data that I did in 2016 when all this crap went down back in October, or excuse me, November, and I gave it to Sidney Powell. I was introduced to Sidney Powell because I had all of my data, all of my work. I sent it over to her. Because I wanted her to know they've been doing this for a very long time. I'll just give you something. This is, this is how effed up it is. In New York, you can go and look on this. This is on Wikipedia. You can go look in 2008, the primary between Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton in New York, the Democrat primary in New York, 2008. Look at how many counties Barack Obama won. One single county. You go and you look at Bernie Sanders versus Hillary Clinton. He wins over 80% of the counties, 80% of the counties. Okay. One county, 80% of the counties, 2008, 2016. What do you think the vote totals were for Hillary Clinton both times? And what do you think they were for Barack Obama and Bernie Sanders both times? I don't know. Identical. They're identical. Whoa. The identical, they are 57, 57 to 58% total vote for Hillary Clinton. Both times, 38 to 39% Barack Obama, Bernie Sanders. And let's talk, and John. Almost identical, oh, almost identical vote totals. These people are corrupt. These are who these people are, guys, is they are clever. They are brutal and they are ruthless and i was told back then to not go out there like a you know like i'm trying to save the world because one guy told me said john i have come to understand and respect ruthless people not admire respect because they are willing to do whatever it takes to get what they want whatever it takes And that was a warning I was given in 2016 when I wanted to break this, you know, break it wide out there. Now, 
John, real quick What's before you go happen? forward, yeah, go real ahead. quick, yeah. uh, just so you know who Bernie Sanders is, and this show was started because Bernie Sanders got completely screwed. Just know that. That's why this show started, because I saw Bernie, I was watching Jimmy Dore, I was watching Lee Camp, and they were talking about the kneecapping that was going on, and I decided, you know what, this is what I'm passionate about, I'm going to talk about it. Just so you know that it has been basically proven that Bernie Sanders was approached that the Dominion voting machines were going to F him up. And you know what he did about it? Nothing. And not only that, not only that, he fully ran again, Mm -hmm. asked you for his money, asked you for your money to help him get elected, fully knowing it was going to be done again. And this is how bad yep. he is, dude. He was on, I believe, I forget, I think the late the late late show was um not uh Jimmy Fallon. Who's the other guy he's up against that everybody can't see? Seth Seth no. Seth Myers. Colbert? Colbert. He was on Colbert and he goes, This is what's gonna happen election night. Trump will be looking like yeah. he's winning in a landslide. Yeah. And then by yeah. the next day, Biden will knew, will win because he knew this was going to happen. He's yeah. a scumbag. He's a pussy. He's they a scumbag. Are, they, they all tell you what they're going to do to you. They actually tell you what they're going to do, but they don't tell you. See, you, you don't, unless you know who they are and what kind of people you're dealing with, you just accept, oh, they're good. So they're telling me something good. Right. And then what happens is the reason why they tell you this, this is actually all scripted. It's not Sanders as a mastermind. He's just reading from his. Yeah. Like, no, he's 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 a puppet as well. No, dude, I'm a millennial. All I saw on my feed was Biden, 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 Biden. He's going to take college debt. He's going to help us out. And then he disappears. He takes everyone's fucking money away. Takes and all your money, dude. Yeah. And they say no, Sanders, that, Sanders yeah. is a total grifter and a sheepdog, and nobody should be listening to that man at all. I just want to tell people one thing that should divorce you emotionally from that man ever again. And, and you're talking to a guy, I was a true believer. I put in over $2,000 into his campaign and another 500 into candidates that he told me to that year. Okay? So you're talking to a liberal lefty here who voted for Kerry, Obama twice, and Sanders and voted Stein in the general. I was terrified when Trump was elected. Terrified. Mm-hmm. And I had a plan to leave this country. I did. And I'm not just saying it. I was working on it because I thought all of the bullshit that they told me in 2015 and 2016 was true about him. And this is not, this is the problem that we get into. It's like how I feel about Trump. I don't give a shit what you feel about Trump. These are the facts. Bernie Sanders went up there and told everyone, I've known Hillary Clinton for 20 years. She's the most qualified to be president among all the Republican candidates. What did he do this year with Joe Biden? Now think about this. Sniffing Joe. Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden laptop. Mm-hmm. What does he say on live television? Joe Biden is a dec- one of the most decent and honest men I've ever known. Fuck this motherfucker from one end of the room to the other. That man is is a pedophile enabler. Fuck him. I'm over Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, 
You are the ultimate traitor to this country and you are a communist. I don't give a shit what he thinks or believes in his heart of hearts. He has enabled two pedophiles to run for president and he has endorsed them and told you that they were decent people. Bernie Sanders has no place in the future of this country. I don't care what progressives think. I don't care what legacy or memories and nostalgia we had for that guy when he endorsed her and then turned around and did it again with Biden and said what a great man he was. That was it. That is the end. And that's the end for anybody else. Everybody in D.C., just like Hollywood, knows who all these people are. Joe Biden pimped his son out around the world for years, knowing full well the blackmail that would be done to his son and that his son would be complicit doing it for money. He did that to his son. There has been one person who has listened to all the audio from the laptop, has looked through all the text messages and the videos and the, and the, and the like, the stuff that we haven't seen yet. And he literally he wrote it in an article and he said, Nero and Caligula would find themselves right at home with his family. Yeah. Yeah. These are cold-blooded killers. John, Cold-blooded. What's going on? That's why I don't take, I'm being serious about this, guys. Look, you got to listen for where Flynn is. Listen to Flynn wherever he surfaces. Sidney Powell and Donald Trump. Those are the three that you can count on. I tell people, look, use your own discernment. Don't try to go down too many rabbit holes because figuring this whole thing out is bigger than any of us. What these people are planning, if Trump and the military are able to pull this off, they will save this country and the world. Hey, can and I? It will be. And here's the thing this is the one thing I want to say. It will be self-evident to all because here's the bigger issue. There was never a way that this could be solved in the courts and everybody be fine with it. In fact, in some ways, I'm glad that Biden won, not winning, but was declared the winner because all of the tension, if you look at the last four years compared to 2016, when it was a shock and people rioted in cities, imagine four Mm -hmm. years later, with fear stroked in them 24-7, with Donald Trump winning his second term, and now, with the Nazi and everything else and the domestic terrorists, the only way, there is no way to put that back. You have to come with a massive event that comes out and emotionally changes the minds of people who believe the opposite of truth. That, to me, I don't know how they do it, but it must be done, because otherwise you will have psychological um there'll be enough psychological problems alone you know with all that COVID has done with depression anxiety stress this year the beginning of this year the news the fact that nobody knows jack squad of what's going on all of our networks have been broken up we're trying to figure out we're we're in the dark we're blind you know fishing for things there's a lot of disinformation out there i'm telling you this Donald Trump has to make a statement and he will because there is no way. I'm just telling you, if you let all this go, we're all dead. All of us, they're going to come for every single one of us, whether it be draconian laws, policies, 
uh, pledges, arrests. People, people are not going to take another shit sandwich in 2021. Nobody will. But they're going to put everybody down by force to make examples of everyone to get them to comply, no matter what they have to do, because there is no way in hell the globalists and the, and the deep state in Washington, D.C. is ever going to allow this to happen again. They will. You talk about 2022 and 2024. Fuck that. That doesn't matter jack shit. There will not be <laughs> another there will there will not be another election that they allow. There I'm with you on that, John. A, yeah, I'm just I can't stress this enough, guys. It's it. not about you how you feel about Donald Trump. Just know who your enemy is and know that they have to be defeated. Let me just say something, John, way. real quick. Because I, I agree with everything yeah. you're saying. Here's what I want to say. Just so everybody knows that there, they, the courts have not once, the courts, the Supreme Court, all these haven't heard one case. They throw it all out on procedure. No one's actually been allowed to hear the evidence. Right. What you, what, what, when John says that they've been up in hearings, these are hearings. No court will, will allow that testimony to be put in to, uh, 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 whatever the word, the, the one that allowed the, the history to be done under oath, the, the hearings or the testimony be put under oath because then it becomes official and they, they won't even right. let it get to so when your friend goes 60 different cases thrown out not one of them was actually heard they're all thrown yes, out on, right. on on procedure because it's not not enough yes. evidence right that's or what whatever they say. it yeah, is yeah, they'll, that's they'll bring up they different reasons i'm sure yeah. johnny will tell us why right. well, he know he studied people, this stuff well what's the one thing that people need to know is that they have thousands of sworn affidavits and when you do a sworn affidavit if you're lying you go to jail mm-hmm so you're talking about thousands of people who um, are such loyalists to the Trump to the Trump campaign, including Democrats, by the way, who signed those, uh, that they're willing to go to jail for this man. That's what you have to be willing. In other words, they have to be willing to go to jail for a lie. Uh, that that I mean, what are the odds, guys? That's what I'm saying. It's like the things that I've learned over this last year, not just on shows, but in meeting with people. Like I met with a lady by the name of Tor who worked under Brennan and Obama. She didn't know what she was doing, but then when she, she's a whistleblower that people, you need to have her on your show. I can, I'll try to get you in contact with her. But this is a lady who told me just in five minutes with us together, she goes, Oh, you don't even know what Epstein was doing in other countries. She said, she said that they have Epstein Island is nothing. They have stuff in the North Arctic, the Northern regions where there's fewer people around underground bases, whatever you want to call it, that they do worse than what they did in Epstein Island. Oh, my to God. Children. That's the point. That got so, me so I, I tell people all the time, I said, look, I don't recommend you contemplate this stuff, but if you're willing to look at it, just go find the clip of Hostel 2 on oh, uh, YouTube and look at the bidding, the bidding uh, scene, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's the tamest one, but that's, that's a version of what they do. I can't and then the other point. thing, and the other thing is they also have viewing parties, by the way, oh, for this shit. I can't shit. take this shit, dude. And they also, and, the, and then the other one is when shit. you go into hostel and you start looking at the individual clips in the torture rooms, I, I can't watch that shit because I know that that's real. I know that that happens. And the idea that these people are doing this to human beings is just ungodly to me. Um, 
They have to be stopped. They have to be put down. They cannot run our institutions. This is this is the whole thing, guys. Was I'm going to give like people was Trump involved with Epstein? Oh, wholeheartedly, yes. Just like Bill Gates was over 10, 15 years with yeah. business relationships. And Mark, I'm I'm just saying this. There is the possibility, but we are here now. And Epstein, whether Trump was or not, you know what I get that from with people? People who don't give a shit about human trafficking of children. They only want to be right about their hatred of Trump. So if that's where you're starting with this issue, stop. Because we're here now. These people obviously find him to be a threat. And all of you who don't toe the line. So it's time to understand this is not about the man who is president this is about the national future of security in the, the world. What is this? It's national security. What um, is this? National security was calling you? Yeah. Am I in trouble? You don't have a national security saved on there, right? That's what I was about to say. You didn't save somebody's name as like national security. No, I mean, what, a hooker or Are something? Are we live? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're live. Yeah, we're yeah, not we're live. John, I want to ask you a question because I'm, I'm thinking maybe I didn't quite understand something you said earlier uh, about Wednesday. Did did you suggest that somehow Trump was complicit in that, that he knew what was going on? And, and, and if he was, why, why would he kind of play into their hands and allow them to kind of tackle us like this, take us down? That I don't that I don't know. It is possible he knew what they were going to do because there was supposedly, according to the general, this has all been stated, um, that there was a um, there was a uh, what was it um, a special forces group that had moved in now the only confirmation I have from that is the fact that Nancy Pelosi's computer her laptop was actually taken that's been purported by the mainstream and it was also reported by Nancy last night on C- uh, 60 minutes her interview she she was talking about the office and she said oh they took this and they took the computer she she kind of glossed over it but they extracted now, here's, here's what people are saying. Uh, and I don't know, this is total likesation, but there was a deal that GE was about to move on with giving China access to uh, some kind of billions of dollar deal that they, the GE was paying to China so that when we go to war with them or some kind of military action, they have the same fighter jets as we do so that their, their technology is on par with ours. Jesus that was uh, that was supposedly what was on Nancy Pelosi's laptop and why they got that information, because it's not just the crimes at this point. They need to know what their moves are because she's coordinating. Oh, my she, God. She, Dude, they took everything yeah. from from her office. They took her letters, her laptop. Someone took someone took a piss in there. They weren't fucking around, dude. I, I'm, a, I'm still a little confused about this, though, uh, John. So what? Yeah. Is is I mean if it's it's so, safe, so it's, if, if it's Trump staged, knew so yeah. if Trump knew that they were going to stage this whole thing, and he held everybody back so that they wouldn't get hurt, um, you know, or get involved in 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 being involved with every everything that's going on over there, um, that means that he knew that there was an operation of some sort that they were going to do, and there was no. Um, there was no way out, basically. I mean, he did his rally. I don't think he, he did his rally so that he could have cover for an event because if he wanted cover for an event, he would have had all the people over there. I think what he wanted in D.C. is exactly what would give them the need, the, the means to 
have everything go forward the way they needed it to in order for this plan to work. And we're going to find out if it works or not and pays off or not. Because at the end of the day, if nobody was there and all of that event was supposed to go down and you didn't have any other eyewitnesses other than the media. Oh, and, and oh, by the way, you should go look at Jason Bergman's channel. He has footage from that time. Jason Bergman was the guy who did Loose Change. Berman, yeah. Burmis, yeah, Jason Burmis. Berman, Berman. Burmis, sorry, Burmis, Jason Burmis. Uh, yeah. Um, Jason and I met in D.C., but he has footage on his uh, show that shows that the reporters supposedly with this insurrection going on were standing around right in the middle of it. They were fine. Are you still in? The, the idea, all of the stories. So what, I, what I'm getting at, you're, you're asking a question, does Trump know? I don't know, but if he did, he made sure that people weren't going to be involved in the in the actions that were going to be taken by the people who were going to who were going to commit the uh, the crimes, basically. Right. And, and frame MAGA people. The issue was, is that after the fact, there was a guy with a bullhorn up there who had been fingered with BLM or Antifa <laughs> in Arizona telling everybody to move forward. So they were That's guiding the crowd. Finger. And everything, all the action had already happened ahead of them. So by the time they reached the barricades and the gates, they weren't all pushing through. They just continued walking through like everybody else already had to, quote, surround the Capitol. And that would give the media the story to be able to frame it, that people were surrounding the Capitol and trying to break in from all sides. And then the ones that did, you know, were looking to execute members of Congress had, you know, um, what are they? What are the, the, the ties, uh, those those ties to handcuffs, yeah, the hostage situation, and and whatever happened on the inside of that chamber, whoever was was running that part of it, did not allow for that to happen. That to me was a key indicator because if if all of those people went in with the intent of doing what they were going to do on live television, um, and it didn't happen then something else changed the, the results. And meaning, in other words, if you're going to have a full insurrection, call it a full insurrection, you've got to have people in there taking hostages and making demands. And all they could do was say that so-and-so the day before had been plotting to do this and that to, to, um, you know, to all these different people. So I, I guess what I want to say is, if Trump knew he he knew understanding that his people were going to get blamed anyway, but that he needed eyewitnesses there because after that night, that night when they put the curfew down, Wi-Fi didn't work. I couldn't um, I couldn't send any images. I couldn't send any links to any of my contacts until six o'clock the next day. Hmm. Oh, that's they a had cur- blocked oh. all of the information out of the city. Whoa. Are you still in Washington right now, yeah. John? No, no. I was going to ask you if you were going to go to the I'm other not, protests. I'm in Georgia. Oh, because they said there's going to ha- there's going to be another one, the 19th or the 20th. They're supposed to show up again. That's why they took out Parlor, That's... so they couldn't like unite. And they're going to supposedly they're going to put Parlor back on after the 20th if they could figure out their service shit. You think anything will happen that day? Or you think it'll be too secure? Uh... It's over. I think it'll be I don't think any of the MAGA people who are serious have an appetite to go back to Washington, D.C. Yeah. after what they went yeah. through no. that night. Not happening. And I, I think it would be a, I think it would be a fool's errand at this point to show up and protest. You might have a couple thousand, but you're not going to have um, a march. 
protests yeah. to the inauguration in Washington, D.C. First of all, um, the city is on lockdown, 6 p.m. curfews for the next, I think, what, three weeks? Yeah, Something well, like that. Do you think there's going to be an inauguration? Um, it sounds like maybe you have your doubts that there's even going to be an inauguration. It's going to be through Zoom, Johnny. You really think they're going to sit? I mean, they might have, but they're not going to have a, a crowd. No, no, I don't, well, I don't mean the crowd. I mean, do you think Joe Biden's going to be inaugurated on the 20th is really what I'm asking. Johnny's asking for about his rent right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I say, yeah, 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 do I have to pay? Uh, <laughs> we can get free college or not, man, come on. No, Johnny's got a couple um, bets out no, there. No, but I, I, I'm, I'm genuinely wondering, no, though, into this, in, in the kind of what you, the plan you're describing here, I, I'm wondering if it includes plan a I, sort of a traditional exchange of power or, or not. No. Um, so if you look at what Trump said before he was taken down off of Twitter, he said two things. Number one, there's going to be a transition to a new administration, but he didn't, he didn't say the word conceit. He also came out just before they took him down and said that his voters are going to play a major role in the future voices of this country and that they will be respected and protected. Now, again, is it bullshit or is it true? Because at the end of the day, I think here's what's going to happen. If they can get this thing wrapped up before the inauguration, and I think they'll go down to the wire to do it, um, then the inauguration will be done in the White House. It will not be done at the Capitol. Interesting. Uh, and you'll have a new new vice president. See, because my fear, John, yeah, the, is that it's going to be yeah. it's about to be open season on all of us, and we're kind of by this is what I tell Sam all the time by by conceding that there's a plan, or, or by just believing that there's a plan, it right. kind of ena- right. engages this sort of passivity, you know, and and yeah. we're just kind of yeah. rolling over to to, to 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 lambs to slaughter almost, you know what I mean? Uh, and that's that's my well, fear well, anyway. Yeah. Yes, you know, and I 100% agree with you, but here's the thing. If you don't hear from President Trump between now and inauguration, then yes, I'd be worried because I'll be worried. But here's what I tell people. Look, I don't know what's going to happen, but I do know this. You should not like a panicked maniac, but you should have at least two to three weeks worth of bottled water, food, um, you know, just full tank of gas, full tank of gas, always have your tank ready to go. go, Yeah. Full tank of gas, get a gas can, go get it filled up. I don't know, but let me just say, here's why guys, here's why not because I think it'll happen, but if this is a true war, that's going to go down with the United States military and special forces against the military industrial complex and the deep state and all their actors, then they're going to play dirty. They're going to play dirty. And they're going to do whatever is means necessary. I have said this many times when you're dealing with this level of people, when you're dealing with psychopaths like this, they're going to smile at you as they stab you, claw at you, scratch at you, rip at you, tear at you as they're going out the door because there's no changing who they are. This is not, this is not Scooby-Doo. Uh, villains that get caught Scooby and, and they unmask Scooby. him and he says I would have gotten away with it if it hadn't <laughs> been for you kids no these people believe that they're right 
He is he and the patriot movement of this country is an existential threat to them and their way of existence. So this is why I tell people, look, last year there were 22 million gun sales, 8.4 million of them first time buyers. And this country cannot afford a civil war among its citizens. It cannot afford the government to move in and take take communities over because there will be clashes left and right. So what I tell people is this, look, you need to get close to your family and the people that you care about and talk honestly to them. If you want to share this interview, if you want to share other interviews, you need to keep learning and digging for yourself, but not to the point where you have despair because in any of these cases, I'm, I mean, I know Sam, we talk about is like, well, Biden couldn't do this. I don't know what Biden can or can't do. It's not really what Biden does. It's the people behind him coming in that can do what they want to do and they will move how they want to move. But it's going to, if, if, and we're in a whole other world. That's the truth. That is the truth. I, I'm not, I'm not here to, to sell you hope any which way, but I'm serious about, about this everybody that i've talked to knows how serious this this is this was pre-planned for us the 2016 election was supposed to be hillary clinton price her into the last four years and price her into a situation like this where barack obama is on stephen colbert three weeks ago and is telling stephen that if he had a an ability to speak into the ear of a, of the man or the, or even a woman, he said a woman who was a president and could do it from his basement in his room. He would do it. And he joked about it. That's what a sociopath does to you. He tells you what he's, what he would do. And then you have Patrick Byrne of Overstock CEO talk about the bribe that he was involved with in giving Hillary so that she could be controlled and owned through Obama and Brennan in her two terms that they had planned for her so that if she got out of control in any which way, they could use that bribe to keep her in line with the agenda. This is how scary and sick these people are because they're willing to use their own for whatever devices they need to, in order to get the job done. But what we need to do right now is get close to our families, do the exact opposite of what they want with COVID-19. You need to talk to the people that you live, you know, you live around. You just need to ask questions rather than to make declarations and try to convince them. Just say, you know, have you heard about this thing? Whatever it is, the people you can go to the people you care for. Anybody who will not listen to you right now, you know, you got to let them go because it's not going to matter until there is proof in their face and they see it for themselves and they come to the understanding that this is what has happened. But I'm saying this because the networking communities that you all have, that you build on telegram and signal wherever, even if it's three, four of you just keep, keep sharing, keep learning, keep digging, trying to find the answers because ultimately it's going to come down to this. This is go time. And for the United States military, they didn't just scramble a plan together. This is a plan that's been long in place. And here's what I said earlier, I think on this show, maybe it had been for your patrons only, but when all is said and done, when I saw this train taking off, and again, we've all debated Q for three something years, and I, I don't have, I'm not saying it's true or it's not, but 
a lot of things that Q said, especially about the POTUS Twitter removal and all the other things that were going to happen as a result of that have started to come true. But my point is this, when all of this is said and done, pray to God that Q is true because it's the only lifeline other than the president and, and Flynn and a few others that you can hold on to and know what's going on because he's the only one in the face of this darkness that you can trust. And Mike Liddell, you know, my pillow guy got out there three, four days ago and said, guys, don't worry. We're working on this right now. The president's going to come out and talk to all of you in a couple of days. And right now, I think what they're doing at central command is figuring out what plan they're going to execute and when the timing of it is not something that somebody, you know, like at this time at 12 o'clock on this day, this is what's going to happen because everything is fluid, but they have their game plan and they know what they have to do. It, this is war. This is war against the United States, against China and the globalist regime. Everybody's known. Everybody knows who these people are now. So there's only one way out, which is to put down the communist Marxist uh, regime of a one world government that wants us all to submit. And we've had a little taste of it this last year. So my, my thing is, you know, turn off your television set. If you're going to watch TV, if you're going to go to any of the alternative sources to look at what they're saying, uh, just understand that what they're saying is the exact opposite of what's true. John, and I they totally are doing agree. that. They're, they're doing that totally for their base to keep them insulated. No different. Look, 2016 Hillary Clinton lost and she went on a tour for a year and a half. And who did, who did she blame everybody but herself? They have put this narcissism into their base and they have mixed it with righteousness. If you look at BLM, if you look at Antifa, they're righteous. The people that are going to be left believing all of this crap at the end of the day, I'm not talking about, but I'm talking about the most vocal and extreme anti-Trumpers, they're almost all of them are going to be narcissists in some way because they're not willing to listen to anything else other than what they think and believe. And they're not going to ask you questions. So don't waste your time with them. But this is what these people have done to their own base of voters. They have completely created an artificial reality based. The most important thing that we can learn from this time in the era of, of, a, of a $150 billion industry of human trafficking for which simultaneously we have leaders that benefit from that pipeline and that business, we can never go back to this time ever again. And the only way we get out of there is if you find the unconditional love, forgiveness, and compassion within yourself, not for your fellow man who is yelling at you and hating you today, but for yourself because we cannot have a pendulum swing back the other way where we, where we, if we're the victorious group, come back in and execute all of our opponents and think that that solves the problem and we can wipe our hands and walk away and say, well, we defeated tyranny and we don't have to worry about how we got here. Because everything that happened before in your individual life and mine and collectively 7.9 billion people on this planet Everything that happened before that has come before has brought us to right now. We are where we need to be. Our unawareness, 
our, our, if, if people were talking about raising consciousness, raising, you know, whether it be through spirituality or whether otherwise, if consciousness is to rise, it is to look and become aware of itself more than it had been previously. That if you stare into that darkness and that abyss, it will stare back at you, which is not to say that you can't look at it. It's to say you will see part of yourself in it. And the only way to master that darkness is through unconditional love, because that's what creates the higher trust society, the opposite of the one that they have going right now. We can get a hell of a lot worse, believe me. But we can also get so much better. Imagine a rebound where 10%, just 10% better than today, what kind of relief that would give to so many other people. That's why this time is so important that you get close to the ones you love and care for and start communicating with them and giving them information and helping them in in any which way, even if they're blind. That care is going to matter. It's going to come in very, very handy no matter what the outcome is of this election. But these people have told me very clearly, the ones that I'm listening to, they said they're, they're going to try to do everything they can to stop the inauguration on the 20th. And if they can't, this is going to be a battle. that's going to go on for two to three months. And you may have two presidents in the United States <laughs> love it. for a while. John, that might be the craziest thing. Yeah. Anyway. I love you to pieces, dude. I love you to pieces, dude. This has been one of the best episodes we've ever done. I hope we have two presidents just like two dads. I, w- I won't judge. <laughs> I got a friend who has two moms. Um, I love them all. John, tell them where they can find you. You crushed it today. If you can find me, <laughs> I'm on Twitter still at no restrictions, Instagram at no restrictions. You can find me if you want to email me and message me for long term, email me through my website, no restrictions, ent.com. Uh, I will be on the other service. I, I do have a parlor account. Of course, it's down. I have a Gab account and I have uh, a Clout Hub account, all at no restrictions. Or you can look up my name, John Paul Rice, but I love to hear from you all. If you got a message, anything, you want information, I can send you the links that I got. I'll do the best of my abilities. Just teach each other how to fish and nourish yourselves with information because to go around believing people is going to limit your capacity to think for yourself. It's really important if you care to know what's going on, go to trusted people, but start listening to everybody to get a sense of what's going on. You'll get a general idea and ultimately everything will be proven to be true or false in the future. Because that's essentially what's going to dictate what happens come going forward is going to dictate what we do. So I appreciate you all. And thank you, Sam. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, SG. I appreciate you guys. I love you all. I, I look forward to the next time we can all be together again, I look whether forward it be in to L.A. It too, or someplace John. else. John, you're the best. I feel like we went through like just watching the through the window we went through sunshine to darkness to rain it's like we experienced one week in your car dude i love it you're the best john be safe and uh we will do soon he's the care bear of comedy i mean care bear of conspiracy uh he has no restrictions please check that out on twitter and we'll do it again soon we love you all be safe Buckle up, Buttercup, because it's going to be a fucking fun ride. Talk to you guys soon. Uh, rest in peace, Jeff. We love and miss you. We go deep, homeboys. open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit.
Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.